Hey there! Thank you for tuning in to Trans Planar RPG! We are an all-transgender, people-of-color-led, 100% homebrew, Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition livestreamed actual play campaign set in an original, non-colonial, anti-orientalist world. I am your Game Master, Connie, my pronouns are they, he, and she, and this is my cast. My name is C, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Okahaye, an Asamar blood hunter slash monster hunting expert. I'm Erica, and I play V Nocturzo, your lovable elf sorcerer slash charlatan with draconic ancestry. My name is Lyra, and I use they-she pronouns. I play Manaya Wairua, a half-orc fighter with a sailing background. I'm Max, my pronouns are they-them, and I play Dewey Quirk, an Aarakoko artificer and researcher on the run from his former employers at the Ohanahi Research Laboratory. You can support Transplaner RPG by pledging to our Patreon. Patrons get early access to episodes, character sheets, high-res assets, and much, much more. As a heads up, this podcast contains sound effects that might be jarring to some audiences. We do not utilize jump scares, but if you're sonically sensitive, please be aware. You can also support us by giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. This helps immensely with getting new listeners to find us. So, with that out of the way, here are the content warnings for this episode. Content warnings for this episode include pollution, memory loss, mechanical spiders, shitty parents, and guns. Arc 2, Episode 12. Belly full of blades and brutes. From Trojan, in Night Sky with Exit Wounds, by Ocean Vuong. The village of Shadecap is exactly as the four of you left it. Gigantic mushrooms the size of trees, growing from spongy earth, with wooden settlements built into their bases, stems, and the tops of their big, flared caps. Shade Cap, the village, is shaped like a crescent, surrounding a pond that feeds out to the Black Tongue River. Oka, Manaya, Dewey, and V. It's early morning when the four of you paddle Moss Crawler into the pond of Shade Cap, and you immediately notice the one thing that's changed about this place. And that is the Derby. Dozens and dozens of Nibalians of all races, ages, shapes, creeds, and sizes congregate on the shore of this pond, tending to bizarre-looking vessels and even more bizarre-looking mounts. To your left, you see a frog the size of Manaya, and, and spare change, uh, with a harness strapped to its bulging, rubbery neck, connected by two giant bungee cords to a huge translucent orb with a person inside sitting on an omnidirectional seat. So as the orb swivels, they're, they're kept upright inside. Uh, there's also a gigantic snake with several saddles strapped to its back. And there are two dudes sparring along its spine, like standing on top of its spine uh, with these wicked looking spears, while a third dude tinkers with a pile of odd-looking devices nearby. Uh, There's also a huge mechanical spider with hydraulic legs that hiss as it's like moving and pressing, right? Uh, And the abdomen of this robot spider is hanging pretty low, revealing a person inside piloting it. Finally, there is a reinforced wagon with thick rubber wheels and a spiked metal tarp 
covering the top so you, you can't see who's inside or who's riding it. Uh, there's also a rectangular structure on top of the tarp uh, that swivels from like side to side with a long metal barrel extending from the center. Uh, and this wagon is harnessed to two enormous creatures uh, with plate armor, sharp claws, and these huge snapping jaws, almost resembling snapping turtles. And all of the other contestants, there are more of course, but they seem to be giving these four competitors specifically a very wide berth, especially the armored wagon uh, with the two plated creatures uh, hauling it. So as moss crawler dwarfed in comparison by all of these like like colorful uh, wagons and and bounce like rolls into the pond, what do the four of you do? Did one of you drown me last night? Is this is this the beyond? This is the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Are you sure we're in the right place? Did you check the map? I didn't check the map. I gave the map to Rev. This <clears throat> this is Shade Cap. That's new, though. And she's, like, eyeing the huge snake that's, like, yawning. And you see, like, these two huge, like, fangs, like, dripping with venom. Oka looks like a kid on Adolin. Their eyes, the like, the double pupils are, like, shining, literally sparkling, like, anime eyes, motherfucker. They're, like, they are, they are looking. V is uh, eyeing just if there's any good things to steal, maybe. Oh, there are so many good things to steal. Uh, people, the the there appear to be like teams next to each of these like odd mounts and wagons, and they all have like packs with them. You notice that a lot of them are pretty much all of them seem to be heavily armed in some way. Like those are the two. There are the two dudes on top of the snake, like sparring with these spears. But everyone else either has like axes or bows, crossbows, slings, whips, nets, tridents. Like there's all sorts of like weapons. And you also notice like you can feel like the weave tensing a little bit around like certain people. Like there's definitely spellcasters here or at the very least people who have access to magical items right and like you're like your v antenna like your v sense are like going ping 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 as you're like looking around at all these goodies is there anyone we recognize yes uh as the four of you paddle moss crawler in trying to find like a space that isn't taken up by like some insane vessel all of you hear a veronica is that is that you and uh, standing on the shore next to what I can only describe as like a, a the front part of this boat looks like a chariot with uh, with like a ramming with a ram uh, attached to the front. And the back of it looks like a, a trailer, like a, the trailer you'd see like hanging off of a truck, but it's been like attached to the chariot. And there are like these sides that fold up to make it like make it like the back of a boat. And it is currently leashed to two large alligators that are fighting over a scrap of meat. And the person that's called your alias uh, V is a familiar looking green tiefling. Uh, and she's waving like very, very furiously at you. And you recognize her. This is Lore, uh, the, the tiefling you met on your way in, <laughs> into the Court of Ravens back in like episode three or something. Um, and she is accompanied by, you see like a, a little goblin, like like feeding the crocodiles and like being like, ah! I almost got me, yeah, but you didn't. Uh, carrying this like bit of raw chicken. And you also see the hummingbird-like Aarakocra, who's uh, taking a nap in the chariot. Uh, and Laura says, hey, hey, it's you. Hey, come here, come here. Friends, let's let's paddle this. I don't know how the boat works. Let's paddle over to, to friends over there. Manaya, right. do your thing, make it work. We ruin out with your friends or whatever. Uh, Rev, would you keep an eye on Oka while Dewey and I return the boat? Keep an eye on me? What? 
Uh, yeah, you got it. Babysitting time. Uh, <laughs> babysitting? <laughs> yeah, and Rev, Rev, like, pats you on the back and says, Hey, do you want to look at this shiny knife? Yes. <laughs> uh, and Rev pulls out the knife she's been whittling this entire time and, like, shows it to you. <laughs> like, she's, like, somehow, like, inlaid it with a bit of silver. <laughs> like, since since you've you've been, like, traveling on Mosscrawler. Uh, and the, the, the top of Mosscrawler, like, thunks against, like, the silty side uh, of the shore. Uh, and Lors is right nearby. She hops uh, away from the, the chariot and, and, and hoofs it over uh, to you, V, Dewey, Oka, and Manaya and says, Hello! Hey, 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 hey! Are these your friends? Oh, uh, you know, these... You, you could say they're business associates. You could say they're friends. You could maybe even say they're enemies. Who knows these days? It's... The world is wild. I, I, I understand what you mean. Sometimes I love Scrum. Sometimes I just want to choke his little goblin neck until he can't breathe. But most of the time, I, I love him. Well, you know, you can do that here. No, nothing can die here, so you can do it all you want here. <laughs> I yeah, I know. I know. That's that's what's great about this place, right? And the derelict death derby. Welcome. I can't believe you're here to enter, right? Is that your vessel? Uh, and she's like looking at Moss Crawler. Well, no, that is. I, I'm trying to, pl to downplay it. I'm trying to everyone think. Oh, this elf came in little little canoe there's no way she's going to win but i i'm saving the real thing for when the derby begins oh i can't wait yeah you got that magic thing right you could like turn into you could turn into that big guy that you you did earlier um but hey i mean if y'all are, are looking to team up it's Laura and the bone breakers we're uh right to crack some skulls and kick some butt and take some titles if you want to join the winning side oh Friends, what do you think about uh, joining? I know that means less less riches for us all, which I know we all hate. But uh, maybe with your knowledge and our knowledge, we could uh, destroy all of our competition. You guys know what the reward is, right, for the winner? No. Roll history to see if you know what the <laughs> know what the reward is. Seventeen. Eighteen. Twenty-one, baby. <laughs> 21 from Oka. we know all about the derby. Uh, 18 from V. What about Manaya? Or are you not rolling? Manaya doesn't fucking care. Okay, that's fair. Uh, all These of you know. These ships are <laughs> to the ocean. Yeah, they really are. The one in, in the um uh, in the spider has crawled out of the spider and is like oil is pouring out of one of the legs into like polluting like the pond as like she's fixing fixing up a joint. So yeah, all of you know. Maybe you've heard rumors, like while you've been traveling, you've heard snippets here and there, uh, that the winner of the Derelict Death Derby will get an exclusive audience with the current champion of Nabal. Like you'll get to pick their brain about what the next championship test is. It's coming up in just like a month or two, as well as anything else you might want to ask. You get an entire day with them and their regent. I assume that the champion is very well off as well, right? Like, yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. They're very rich. Uh, and based on your high rolls, you also know the name of the champion, though. Uh, I don't think you know anything more than that, because none of you are from Nabal. Uh, her name is Atalanta. Greek hero. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm using my classical... Well, obviously, if it's from the Greek mythology, they're probably bad, right? <laughs> yeah, they're... <laughs> she, she's a white, a white woman, so you know she's evil. <laughs> Anyway, my name's Atalanta. My superpower is white supremacy. Uh, so, okay, so moving on. Um, welcome to Transplaner, y'all. Uh, 
So at this point, Laura says, so what do you say? We could all, we could all get an audience with, with Atalanta. I want to pick her brain about the next championship test. I mean, wow, Lore, the champion of Nabal, has a nice ring to it, don't you think? That might actually not be such a bad idea. Okus is kind of quietly. Well, friends, um, the gestures to Oliver. I'm not here to tell what my friends can or cannot do. Does this sound like a good proposal to you? I think it's not a bad idea to at least maybe poke around and get a little bit more information. These ships... And Rev trails off with like a question mark in her sentence. They are interesting, but they look pretty hardy. As for an audience with Atalanta, you mentioned to me what you were saying to your liaison, this Dr. Aluso person, uh, telling you about uh, anomalies happening all across Andake, right? Maybe we could interrogate her about what's going on in, in Nabal and maybe see if we can help in that regard. It'll depend on the root of the derby. Lore, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys really don't know anything, huh? All right, well, let me show you. As she pulls out a big parchment and unfurls it, like, in front of you, her finger lands on an X, uh, which is shade cap, where you are. And you see, like, the little pond, like, sketched out, too. So it begins here in just a couple of hours, uh, and then we're going to go out, 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 and here is the finish line. And she taps an X, which is in the middle of the boundary waters, right in front of, like, a swirling whirlpool. Swear to God, Connie. That the four of you recognize as the raven's God, eye. Connie. She says, how you get from A to B is completely up to you, but hey, 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 I've snooped around. I know the fastest route there. It's a little dangerous, uh, but it's a direct line. Straight line. If we take this route, we're definitely going to win. The sparkles have returned to Oka's eyes. They have returned in full, and they look up at Manaya pleadingly. The fastest way to get to the finish line. Yeah? Is it always a straight line, right? Fastest way from A to B is a straight... That's what I always say. Yeah. I always say the quickest way from point A to point B is dimension door, but, you know, that's just me. Oh, and you're a spellcaster, too. Yeah, you'd be really good to have on our team, and you look real strong. She points at Manaya. You can fly. That's really good. That, that'll give us a terrain advantage. And you, I like your wicked scars. You, you must know how to... You must be good at scrapping. And and and, and that one, she she looks scary, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's, let's join forces. I'm I'm pretty sold, friends. I don't know what y'all you think, but I'm pretty sold. Well, we have a few hours to poke around and decide, right? Sure do. That's when uh that's when Quicksilver's gonna get here. Uh, he's gonna announce and, and and do the starting. I don't know what it is. It's this new explodey bang thing. Uh, and then we're gonna go off. That sounds like an adventure. So, what if? How about we come back in say an hour or so, and then we can talk and get coordinated and and figure out what we're doing here. Sounds good. Oh, by the way, these are our our mounts. And she like like does like a little dance like next to the crocodiles. That one's Allie, and that one's Gator. They seem charming. They are, but uh, don't get your hand near it, Veronica, because they'll they'll definitely snap it off. Yeah, Veronica, don't get too close to Allie or Gator. What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Thank you so much for the warning, friend. I appreciate it. All right, I'll do some poking around. And as Rev brushes past you, V, she bumps you. Uh, and I need you to make a, a strength save. Oh, great. Strength. That My weakest. Nat 20, bitches! <laughs> Rev falls down. <laughs> okay, what, if, what if the bump jogs my memory? <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> you Judge know what, Erica? <laughs> I'll allow it. 
<laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, so as Rev like bumps into you, get like a whiff of her smell, like of this like spice, you know, this like charcoal, like wood smoke sort of burning smell. Uh, and what is the memory that's jolted back into you as you stagger toward the snapping jaws of Ali and Gator? Let's make it spicy. Let's. Uh, I don't remember exactly the oath, but I do remember the kiss. I remember just the kiss and how delightful it was. Okay. And in that moment, as you sta- like you hear like Ali's jaws like snap by your ankles, you know, uh, and the goblin scrum goes, "Oh, that was a clo- that was a close one. Careful, unless you want to be next. Oh, you, know, you can join me. We could be peg leg partners." Uh, and he waves like his leg, and you see it ends in like a little peg leg. Oh. oh that wasn't Ali or Gator though. That was just it was an accident with a wrench, a furnace, and my ex. Hey, <laughs> Dewey, how could you? Uh, so with that, how would the four of you like to spend the time you have before? The race starts. I suppose we scurry off to some privater location, maybe. So as you're walking, you know, like passing underneath the the shade of these various huge mushrooms, you have a little bit of privacy as you're walking. So Manaya, what do you say? As soon as we're out of earshot, Manaya starts talking and she says, I don't think this derpy thing's a good idea. These ships are at best disrespectful, at worst dishonorable travesty to the ocean. I... This isn't a good idea. Well, what if we could find our own vessel? I mean, they have a point. This is the fastest way to get to your parents. To be honest, Manaya, that's not the finish line for us. That's the starting point. To have as many allies out there with all of this junk? Sure, they're not ships. But ships have never survived in the Raven's Eye. Maybe something like this would. Uh, as you consider this, Manaya, the four of you, the five of you rather, stop in front of the cabin uh, where the old, where you rented it from the old woman. She's out on the porch, basically like she never left. Uh, she, you, you're pretty sure she's still wearing the same clothes as when you when you first met her. And she's like on her rocking chair, uh, her eyes sort of, her milky white eyes sort of like gazing serenely ahead of her. And she says, that's Moss Crawler. I'd recognize that scent anywhere. I have your precious things that you gave me. Yes, we're so sorry about being uh, a little late. I don't know if you heard the news, but our adventures got a little detoured when we got to green open water. I heard about some sort of massive explosion down by the harbor, but other than that, I don't know much. I assume that was your doing? Well, it did delay us, among other things. I see. Well... Not my business. Moss crawler is still intact. Deal's a deal. And she gestures toward a, a table where she has set out the picture of you and your family, Dewey, uh, as well as your uh, your Kanga, Manaya. <sighs> Those damn fools with the derby. Tried our best, but they just outnumbered us, overpowered us. At least when the derby is over, they'll be gone, but they'll leave their filthy trash in our pond. That's not what we're here for. We're here to return your boat. She was wonderful. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for taking good care of her. Uh, and as you pass by her with the boat in tow, like to store it uh, behind her cabin in the shade of this huge mushroom, she sniffs and says, hmm, Moss Crawler said she had a nice adventure. She thanks you for it. The five of you, after setting down Moss Crawler, began to meander back to the shore. Manaya, what do you say? You all saw that spider machine, right? How much oil it was pouring into this into the pond i was too busy looking at how enormous it was yeah but those things are not good 
Well, you three aren't from Uhanahi, so maybe you don't know, but water is sacred. It bears us across greater distances than any horse, hippo, or zebra could. It brings life, and these... they aren't even ships, they're machinations. The ocean would be happy, and especially given the state of the waters right now, I... I know we can't die in the Court of Ravens, but our fate's worse than death. Well, then none of them can win, right? Then we have to win with a boat that you choose. And Oka kind of like nudges Manaya like a little gently, like with her elbow, with a real ship. Show them how it's done. Prove that they don't need these, whatever those are. Maybe we can find a ship here and still get there first. Otherwise, then they just do whatever it is they did with no question, right? Because they're not going to stop unless we beat them. That's how Nabalians think, right? I don't think they're going to stop at all. Even if, like, what's the point in getting into fights with these other ships and possibly not making it out to where we're going if we can just, if we get our own ship? I'm not in the mood to fight anymore. I don't want to fight anymore either. If we... Fires and Flames of Mahu. Right, if we need a ship, if we want a ship, we want a Nuhan style ship. A forward aft sail, we want a good yard arm, good mast. Where are we going to find that? I don't know. It's not that we can build a ship in hours. The only, the only ships like that are come in and out of the harbor. Look around. This isn't a seafaring place. We travel by rivers and channels. All we have are canoes, rafts, maybe a new steamboat import from Uhanahi, but that's it. Well, look, friend, I know you're not feeling great about these creatures, but obviously these creatures are built for getting us from point A to point B. There's no way they could want to use these creatures to navigate the ocean. Like, maybe we should ask our friends if they have plan for once they reach Boundary Waters, how they're going to navigate that. These things are built for combat before speed, V. The goal is not to go fast, it's to be the only one left. That's how these things work. Well, let's take an hour to figure out what's here, what we can get. I'll check out the local market, see if they have anything that we could use as a sale. Maybe we could, I don't know, do something with that. V, would you and I... Rather, would you introduce me to your friends? If their ship is our best bet, then, or, well, our only option, then I want to make sure it's something palatable. Yeah, let's, uh, we can go talk to them, and maybe they have, they can give us a little bit of a better sense if we played, you know, as if we're interested. Maybe they'll go ahead and divulge more of their, their game plan here, and we can get a better understanding of how people plan to get out in the middle of the ocean. Right, so V and I will scout out, what was their name, Law? Laurel, yep. And their ship, Dewey, Rev, Oka. Going down to the marketplace, maybe look for materials, maybe look for a registration booth. We'll go see the sites. You all notice, like, Rev it looks a little out of it. Uh, she's actually sort of staring off in the direction of the weave spun nest. She's just sort of standing there. She doesn't seem to have been paying attention during this conversation. Hey. Hey. Come on, shiny knives. Let's go. Oh, uh, <clears throat> right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and still with a little bit of a vacant look in her in her face, she she turns and follows you. Okay. Oh, Rev. One thing. While I have you here, and then I like comes down to a, a low voice. She's like, "The profane on death. How far does it extend into the water? Would, could we make it to the Raven's Eye?" I uh, <clears throat> not entirely sure. My guess is yes. The Raven Queen. She. I don't know, I feel like she's trying to reach out to me, I... And she falls silent. Hey, let's focus on one thing at a time, alright? 
Right. Okay. Sure. V, seeing Rev so conflicted uh, and after having re-remembered the kiss based on your nat 20, what do you do? V is going to walk up to Rev in that way like I don't have, you know, I'm just walking up. I don't have anything to say, but I kind of have something to say and be like, Rev, I, when you uh, happen to just sort of, you know, nudge me a ever so pleasantly, uh, I seem to, I seem to remember something very, uh, you're very, you're and like starting to blush a little bit. And V's like, I just I'll leave rem- you too. I look at me with Oka's already ha- already halfway down the bank towards the shine towards the shiny stuff. Sure. And Manaya turns to give some privacy. What about you, Dewey? He like walks backwards, but like with a hushed whisper, he's like, You choose this time to get into her pants again. <laughs> wow, Dewey the slut shamer, I see. <laughs> She's clearly got shit on her mind, I don't know. Okay, so with a little bit of privacy now, after seeing how embarrassing you're being, Rev looks <laughs> looks down at you, V. Oh. Oh. V. V, look, I, I've been rather childish the past 24 hours. Um, frankly, I haven't behaved like this since I was a child. And I think I owe you an apology for that. We never clarified what we were to each other, so it was unfair of me to put those unspoken expectations on you. Well, I didn't know that I didn't remember something that seemed to be very important. Right. I I knew you'd lost a chunk of your memory, but I... I'm just going to say that what I remember now was very pleasant, and I enjoyed it very, very much, and my heart is a little bit warmer because of it. Uh, uh, she pulls her hood down like a little bit more <laughs> over her face so you can't see her expression but you're like under her so it's easy <laughs> to see her, her face she also looks a little like flustered <clears throat> and then like the face like the expression like like softens away uh, and a bit of a troubled look comes back to her face she says V the raven queen she's she's calling me the weave spun nest isn't far from here I, I can sense it in the weave she her power is weakening. I don't think she can sustain the undeath for very much, for much longer. She's she's calling out to me. She she wants to talk to me, but I I still don't know, V. I, seeing how the four of you handle that monster, everything going on with the URL, everything we discovered together, being with you, I maybe maybe there is something else out there for me. It's not just killing the myriad. If your heart is ready to accept that there's something else out there, perhaps, and I don't know if you want me to come with you or if you want to do this alone, but if you need any help, I'm ready for whatever you need. And there is more to life than just revenge. And hopefully you're ready to accept what those things are. What I need from you, V, is for you to tell me what to do. Should I accept the Raven Queen and maybe help her I don't know I don't know what will happen if I let her in or should I carry on our pact the one that we sealed if you go don't worry I will I will uphold uh, 
what were we talking uh, there's still that little blank spot about the oath of like sure um, maybe it's starting to like fill back in as you're like digging mm -hmm. for it right and and as times worn on you seem to remember that the oath was about each of you would help each other kill you know <laughs> like you'd help her kill the yeah. myriad and she'd help you kill sievert well if, if you go and accept this i want you to do it with an open heart knowing that the myriad is his days are numbered thank you i think i'm gonna go i think i need to help her None of us hear this, right? Nope. Can Just I roll me. for eavesdropping? Oh my fucking god, Dewey. Yeah, why don't- uh, I have a vested interest in this. Why don't you roll perception? <laughs> why don't you roll- Dewey the gossip monger. 19. 19, yes. As you're standing off to the side watching, you hear you hear pretty much every word that's spoken, even though it's in hushed tones. Rev leaves you with that. I don't know what will happen after I go to her, but I might not be here for the derby. I know that when the time is right, we will find each other again. And she leans in and gives you a hug. She lets go. He <laughs> leans in perhaps for a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gay, Connie's like, wow. <laughs> and we're all like, kiss for me, kiss for me, please sir, may I have a kiss for me. D20 for performance. Yeah, make a luck roll, roll D20. <laughs> See how, uh, yeah, D20, perf yeah, add your charisma. What'd you get? so bad. What'd you get, Erica? Uh, I'm gonna use a luck point. <laughs> the dice hates me. Well, that's an eight. That's better. You, you have one more. Fucking A. Okay, I'm gonna use my third luck point. Last oh my one I god. Have. Okay, go for it. <laughs> okay, well, that's an 11. Tell me how it's a little embarrassing. Uh, so, so V just like leans in and like puckers at first, like Rev is just like, uh, what's going on? I'm like, <laughs> and then V just like, please kiss me. And it's like all red and bright and shine. You just literally say the words, please kiss me. <laughs> yes. This is embarrassing. She's not good at this, okay? Yep. She hasn't That's done this in a very... That's so funny because you're always so like suave, you know? Okay, so Rev looks at you, she sighs, uh, and she, she moves in and she she swoops in and she literally sweeps you off your feet uh, as she gives, she like dips you and kisses you. Um, and maybe like your, your stomach like drops down a little bit. And then she like, it's a very deep kiss and then she like pulls away and you're both just like standing there. Okay, uh, see, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> she, she turns, she turns around, she turns around and walks in into the swamp. Be, be like a little lightheaded and be like smiling and just like. We panned to be like peering through some ferns. <laughs> like, no, Dewey's like wandering, like pretending to look at things, but also like right. glancing back. <laughs> okay. Dewey, you saw nothing. And <laughs> V like runs to go back. Oh, no, I, I always see nothing. It's fine. Dewey, I do not see it. I am not looking. I do not see it, but I'm listening. Dewey's like, let me pull out my my bifocals of, of, of watching, watching gay Creeping. stuff. <laughs> right. So on that, let's go now to... Ooh, let's go to Oka. Oka, you have walked off and you're wandering around. Are you looking at the, the people and their, and their boats? What are you looking at? Uh, I think Oka was like, you know, power walking down. Uh, they turn around to, like, call at Rev again to be like, we're going, you know, like, come on, let's go. They see Rev and V kissing, and then they're like, 
anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, and they turn, they turn back, uh, and they're like, all right, solo mission, I guess. There are lots of different interesting things, so many, in fact. Oka is maybe the least interested in the machine and more interested in the cool snake and the weapon and the big armored thingy. I think maybe if Dewey is going to go look for, like, registration and shop stuff, Oka will talk to some of the other competitors. Although they have horrible charisma. But, hey, this is this is their time to shine. So who is around, I suppose? If you're interested in the snake dudes, the snake dudes can be around. I mean, I'm also interested in whoever's in that horrible armored thing. So there's the, there's the spider, the armored car so to speak with those weird snapping turtles drawing it there's this the snake and then is the, there's a fourth frog. one right? frog there's a huge frog the frog okay less interested in the frog more interested in the iron thing and the snake okay why don't you roll me a d20 to see which one's nearby uh 10 and under is going to be the armored thing 11 and up is snake dudes all right it's the armored van all right as you approach the armored van you see one person on the outside they seem to be like tightening up like a, a bolt or something near one of like the the struts uh of the of the van uh and she sort of looks like she's like a grease monkey very much like definitely like a mechanic like she's got this wrench she has this heavy tool belt on like her hair is like drawn back in a ponytail uh she's a drow you notice with these like long like ears that go all the way back um and she's like currently like on her on her knees and she's muttering to herself like like kind of like halfway underneath the wheels she's going Fuck it, mother fuck it fucking get fuck uh and you can hear like the two the two monsters or creatures or whatever they are like like snar snarfing around and like the mud for for tubers or whatever it is that they're snarfing for would you like to roll nature to see if you know what they are they even use my hunter's bane you certainly can information about monsters 100 yes. what'd you get only 11 even with an 11 oka as a monster hunter you know what these things are because they're pretty famous these two things are bulettes they are also known as land sharks. They're very big, very aggressive, and they're like exotic animals, like you can't tame them. <laughs> but they look pretty tame. And looking at them, getting peering at them closer, they seem to be like specially bred bulettes. Like you can see like as they're as they're like snarfing around for tubers, you can sort of see like gills underneath like their armor. You know, and you notice like like their fins, they have like a fin, they're like like their shell almost looks a little sandpapery, and you see like their their claws have webs. Oh, hell fucking yeah. I think that this whole time, they're like looking at everything very interestedly, but since they don't really know how to talk to people, it's like they're glaring at everyone. They're like giving everyone the fucking nastiest look in the world because it's the only emotion they know. And they're just, they're like looking and like having a smoke, you know, as they're wandering along. And I think they kind of like wander up and like look at the bulettes from a safe distance. Notice this person underneath the cart. You need a hand tightening that up. She slides out from underneath and you see that there's like a, a plank that she's on with like wheels underneath uh, as she slides forward. She looks at you. She's like kind of sweaty. Uh, she like she like wipes her like midnight black hair like out of her eyes. She's got these like big mechanic gloves on. Uh, <laughs> Dewey's like, Dewey's like, I'm not the hottest mechanic up in this bitch anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and she she stands up and she's about your height. Scoping out the competition, huh? I would be a fool not to, right? I'm not with anyone yet. You need that tightened up? You know your way around a wrench? She's like looking you up and down, suspiciously. I know, I know a guy. You know what? I, I got it covered. It was just a loose, loose valve down there. So really, really, who are you with? We might be shacking up with uh, Lore 
I think is her name. But we might also be taking our own team, yet to be decided. Yet to be decided? The race is starting in like two hours. Also, who the hell's Lore? Uh, uh, I don't... I don't know. Uh, those are interesting. Oka gestures at, uh, the Bulets. Uh, yeah. Mimi and Mimu. And she, like, nods, like, with her hands on her hips. I, I didn't breed them, but the crazy motherfucker who did is in this thing. And she, uh, she pat, pats the side of this, like, armored wagon. And they can't hear us from out there? Sure can. Built this thing myself. It's like a two-way mirror sort of situation. We can hear and see everything on the outside, but no one on the outside could hear or see anything on the inside. Well, hello, crazy motherfuckers. I myself am a purveyor of monstrous beings, and I would love to chat with you about Mimi and, uh... Mimu. Yeah. It might be of use. Uh, the drow woman turns, talks to the wagon. There's, like, silence from the wagon. Uh, she says... What do you think? You want to talk to this this guy? There's like a pause, like a silence. She goes, nah, he doesn't want to talk to you. What the hell you mean? He says he's not interested. Says he's busy. Busy? You're in a you're in a wagon. How busy could you be? There's a lot to do. You got to you got to prep the controls. You got to make sure all the ammunition's okay. Make sure our weapons are nice and sharp. Oh yeah. So I would definitely be of no use then. And Oka, I think, kind of like starts like going for the bullets. Whoa, 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 what do you think you're doing? Hey! As you approach the Bulets, Mimi and Mimu, they're like, done, they, they, you see their like tiny little nostrils flare as you get closer and they look up and their eyes look like, like shark eyes, you know, like just pure black, no soul. Close up, they're really big. Both of them are about the size of that huge toad. Uh, and as you get closer, like you feel the ground begin to shake a little and you realize they're growling. Oka's like, hello, hello, uh, <clears throat> What do I know about Bulets? Like, do I, like, they are rather famous. Is there anything, like, kind of like horses where if you stand right in front of them, they can't see you? Kind of thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> similar to sharks, if you boop them on the nose, you might be able to, like, startle them a little. Uh, but they're really, I mean, they're really tough. Like, there's no, like, maybe between their armor plates are also, like, a weak spot. Those gills are a good place to, like, you know, but then that would really hurt them, and then they'd get aggressive. So you boop them on the snoot and get between the plates. Uh, great. Oka, the horrible creature that they are, they hesitate for just a second as they, like, remember, they recall this information, and they walk right up to directly in front of Mimi, let's say. Uh, Mimi, Mimi go <laughs> And starts, like, like digging at, you know, and, like, <laughs> like, chomps a little. Oka is going to take out their water skein, uncork it. And then, like, soup, like, you know, like, like training Velociraptor's moment. Uh, they're gonna try to pour the water over its gills. Their angle is that this thing is maybe a little agitated from being on land if it's also bred for water. Kind of like how a toad needs to stay moist by taking water baths. Roll animal handling with advantage. Unnatural 20. <laughs> okay, with that, uh, yeah, you pour your water. Uh, Mimi goes, <laughs> which you interpret as a purr? As like the water goes over her gills and she like she seems to calm down. Even Mimu on the other side was like growling, but seeing like Mimi getting calm isn't like attacking you, but is looking at you warily. I give some water to to Mimu as well. I kind of like slosh it over one side and then, you know, angle it on the other one. <laughs> uh and at that point you hear like a, a creak, a metallic creak, a, a clang, uh, and you hear a voice go, Hey, what 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 do you think you're doing? 
like a hatch has swung open on the top of this like covered tarp, this wagon. And you see like a kind of filthy looking like gnome man, like leaned, leaned up o- over the opening. Uh, and he's going, hey, hey, stop it. And as he gestures, you notice uh, one of his, the arm he's pointing with is a prosthetic. They're dangerous, get away. You're not trying to drown him before, before they can even get drown- that water away from him. Drown him, are you kidding? They're thirsty. If you breed an animal with gills, you have to make sure that it has water. They'll get water in just a few hours. Get away from my animals. Get, shoot. And he's sort of talking to you like you're an animal. Oka frowns. And I think like, if these things are like as big as Manaya, they can kind of just like lean their whole weight onto like it's onto its snoot, I think. And they like give it like a nice scrub on top with like the edge of their water bottle, you know? And it's yeah. like vibrating and like yeah. like moving a little bit. I'm sorry, honey. Remember me, won't you? Remember me. Uh, and then Oka is gonna is gonna fuck off. <laughs> so that was your plan to befriend these two animals, so you don't get fucked up by them in the race. Okay, okay, that's not a bad plan. So as you're walking away, and the no man goes, I also know that they have valves that break and that they can see everything. I I learned. I learned. You did. Good job. Uh, so the no man goes, yeah, that's right. Go on, get! And he, like, mutters something in, in Nabalish. Uh, and as you walk away, on Oka walking away, we zoom over to a different part uh, of of Shade Cap. Uh, let's zoom over to where Dewey is. So, Dewey, while Oka was dealing with these bulettes, what are you up to? Um, is there, like, a marketplace area that maybe has, like, a booth set up somewhere? Uh, there sure is, actually. It's sort of, like... <laughs> Uh, facing the shore where all the competitors are getting set up are a bunch of like impromptu market stalls that have also been put, put up. They're selling like merch of like the competitors. You know, you see like they're one of them. They're selling like like shirts uh, that have like stitching, like hand stitching on them of like the bulettes. You know, you know, you see like like genuine signatures from the champion herself. Trying to hawk these like autographs of Atalanta. What do you do? Dewey's gonna walk up to just kind of peruse, um, see what's going on in these booths. Uh, but he like lingers a little bit and feels weird about just walking away. So he's gonna buy a t-shirt of the, with the stitching of like the scariest ship he's seen. Uh, so that would either be like this reinforced, it's a tank guys. <laughs> it would either be like the tank, it has a fucking tank arm. <laughs> either be the tank, uh, or probably the huge mechanized spider. Oh, uh, let's go with the tank. Okay, yeah, you, you buy a shirt. Uh, the, the person Hawkins says, hey, that's gonna be uh, four silver. Uh, sure. Hey, what's the... I forget the name of this team. What? <laughs> they call themselves the Bulette Storm. Okay. Uh, I, I got a, I got a shirt of a, of a hopper. And he, like, pulls up, like, the, the frog. And it's, like, stitched with, like, the frog, like, jumping with, like, the, the oar being launched behind it. Uh, like, with, like, that's momentum. Uh, and we've also got Spider. Uh, he like pulls up the shirt with the mechanized oh, spider, okay. but you notice that spider is spelled like the I is with a one and the E is with like a three. I've also got I've got a special for our Renti friends a long shirt. Yeah, you know, if we want to rep Slither or Pride. Hey, hey. Well, you're an Aarakocra, so maybe maybe just a regular medium. I also want one of those frog shirts. That's just me. That's just Max talking. <laughs> New merch ideas. New merch ideas. I'll get the two T-shirts from this guy. Okay, so that's eight eight silver totals. So write that down somewhere. Are you are you competing or are you just gonna be watching? Hopefully, just watching, but we'll see. I I don't know what my team is up to. I see, I see. Well, I've got the latest tech from Wuhanaki. If you wanna get live updates from from the race, from the derby, and uh, 
Ooh. Uh, and he pulls up what I can only describe as like a huge, it's like a huge device. Uh, it's got like wires hanging off of it and there's like a little like, it's like puffing steam from the back. And the front of it is like a smooth, almost like a smooth stone or like a glassy surface. Yeah, you just got an iPad. An iPad. <laughs> a fantasy fucking iPad. You gotta get somewhere real high to get to get it. I don't know why, but apparently all the trees. I don't know, but you can watch what's going on live from here. That's that's gonna be a hundred gold if you're interested. Come on, it's the latest no, tech from the URL. No, I'm super good. And he's like backing away. <laughs> all right, okay, into the okay. crowd. You want some of these mugs? Hey, how about this branded tea? Branded tea pack. <laughs> as you're as you're as you're backing away. As you back away, you back up into like someone. You bump into someone. Uh, and you turn around and you see uh, it's it's the hummingbird Aarakocra uh, from Laura's group. Uh, he's just sort of there. He's like wiping sleep from his eyes. And he goes, oh, oh, hi there. You were with the Veronica's party, right? Yes. You're, we saw you earlier. Yeah, my name's Quailheart. What's your, what's your role in this race, Quailheart? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, my job is probably the most important and most dangerous job amongst the bone breakers. I'm the skirmisher. So if anyone gets close, get him. Uh, care to elaborate on the get him part? Uh, <laughs> and he's an Aarakocra. He's got wings, but he also has arms, unlike you, because your wings are your arms. Um, and he says, yeah, uh, I, I got these. We actually got these from the same person that we took the chariot from. Uh, and he gestures to, like, a, a belt, like, under his coat uh, that has, like, various, like, glowing orbs attached to it. You see, like, a red one, green, blue, yellow, etc. And, you know, because I could fly, Lord was telling me to just get real high and, and, and rain hell on him. Her words, not mine. Is that some sort of magic thing? Well, I don't really know what they are, but the guy we, we took the, the boat and the gators from, it was real dangerous when he threw these things at us. Okay, glad to be on the same team. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Man, I wonder what I'm gonna ask Atalanta. Probably what her favorite food is. Or maybe I should ask her to give me some money so I can feed my kid. No, I'd probably ask her what her favorite food is. I bet it's peanuts. Or maybe tree nuts. That's... This That's is a just really a congregation of bad dads, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you going to ask Atalanta after we win? Uh, same question. I think your prior our priorities are very similar. Uh, you keep thinking about questions. Yeah. Back in the way again. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Dewey, as you continue to shuffle away, uh, let's go now to Manaya. We catch Manaya. What are you doing? Looking for lore. Uh, you see Lore pretty much where you left her, with the goblin scrum, and they're both like, like tentatively, they've got like on these like long hooks, they've got like bits of chicken meat that they're trying to feed the gators, but they're like not trying to get too close. Oh, oh, hey, hey, big lady, hey, hey, come here. You go with animals? No, I have a friend for that one. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's okay. You'll help Coilheart be in, be in our scrimmager. That'll be good. Uh, hey, hey, there you go. Good job, Allie. Hey, hey, don't, don't you chomp your jaws at me. What's all this? And she gestures at the at the chariot. This is our vessel. It's 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 amphibious. It can go fast. It's pulled by Allie and Gator. Look, it, it can detach over here when we're over land. Uh, and she she gestures to the part where the chariot 
part with like the battering ram in front connects to the trailer part. Like pulls like a mechanism and it unlatches. Now, you also notice the trailer is like has like two wheels on, on the back. And, and when we're on water and she like pulls the mechanism and it and like the sides like flip back up um, and the wheels also like go up so it can like float in the water. Where's your sail? Sail? Winds on the ocean are pretty strong if you don't have a sail to control it. Oh, no, no, no. Allie and, Ga- and Gator are just, they're going to pull. They're going to pull us. And don't worry. Don't worry. I got a plan Across for that. Across the deep ocean? Uh-huh. They sure can. Because uh, don't tell anyone else, all right? We, we got this from the from the guy we uh, uh, bought the chariot from. Uh, she, like, opens up her, her vest, and you see a glowing wand strapped to the inside. She quickly, like, like covers it up, like, all protective, like... It's okay. I got a plan for when we're when we hit the open ocean. She sure does. Uh, says Scrum, and he's like trying to get like a bit of chicken meat into Gator. Right. Can, can so I help you? Oh, I'm just here to talk about that uh, proposition you gave to my friend Vi- Veronica. Yeah, that we're we're all gonna join. Th- what do you mean proposition? I thought y'all said yes. Well, we had to talk it over. I. Uh, getting cold listen, feet. I'm Uhan, so ships and sailing on in my blood and this is quite unorthodox this isn't just sailing this is this is the raven's eye i mean they say no ships ever gone out of it so these are kind of ships but not really so we're hoping you know we're we're not gonna get too close we're just getting close we're gonna go around and then and then maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get to the finish line before anyone else finish lines on the other side then yeah it's whoever can go around the raven's eye first and, and cross the finish line but you got to do a what you can't just go all the way around it you have to it's got to be a little risky you know what i mean otherwise you'll get dq'd using the natural spin of the of the sure, eye to... exactly but the difficult part is going to be getting out of the vortex getting out of the pull of it so we don't get pulled in but like i said right. got a plan and she pats like where the wand is so your chariot bit is for the land it sure is. Excuse my skepticism, but the the mud of the court might get the wheels all a little gunky. Are you prepared for that? Well, yeah, that's uh, that's my job. I'm the vessel fixer. So if anything happens, it's my job on the flight to repair it. Even if a wheel flies off, we got a spare. You know, get the mud out. I, I'm also the leader, obviously. So what about sleds or like ski things? A wider base under the wheels won't get you stuck nearly as often and be relatively easy to well if you can do that for us in two hours be my guest may have hope for you yet well good luck with your alley and gator my friends should be here shortly to uh give you more details we'd love to help we some business with the raven's eye so i mean our business is to, to to get the heck out of it well i mean if you're not gonna join us that's all fine but again that little canoe i don't know what i don't know what you're gonna do with um, no, it wasn't even our canoe. We had to return that one, but... I I understand. Return. And she winks. Yeah, I got it. I got you. No, we really had to return it. it oh, no, we uh, we really have to return this one, too, because the guy, as she uses, uses air quotes, that we bought, that we air quotes bought it from is still air quotes alive, and we air quotes didn't feed him to his air quotes gators. No, really, she lives down there. We had to... Okay, yeah, I got... I, we're, we're the same, you and me. I know it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And on... Anyway. <laughs> uh... Uh, and maybe on that, uh, your expression, uh, we go now to V. 
After Rev has left, what do we find you doing, V? A little bit floaty. Slowly makes your way back towards where all the boats and the, the things are and uh, would be looking for Manaya since they originally said they were going to go together. Uh, you see Manaya by where Lore and Scrum are. Quailheart's missing, though, oddly enough. Uh, you don't see him napping uh, in the car- chariot anymore. Uh, and you see, like, Manaya, like, mm, that, like, Lore gesticulating wildly. <laughs> what do you do? He's going to head towards it, and then all of a sudden, like a spark, remember, now I remember where these people are from. When I was locked in the thing, and they they were in the trunks. With that remembrance, V is much more confidently like going back in to be like, what's going on, friends? Oh, hey, hey, Veronica, it's so good to see you again. So uh, our, your friend was just telling us how, how she's getting cold feet. I'm on board now. I'm just worried about these wheels and the mud. Oh, yes, my friends, trust me. Manaya, when her feet get cold, they are still very, very warm to the touch. Believe me, friends. You want the Manaya uh, looking yeah. at what you've got yeah. going. Uh, hot hot foot it. syndrome. Yeah, my uncle had that. Killed him. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear about your uncle. That is terrible news. But anyway, <laughs> back to making this the most amazing. Can, can we get like... Can we break records with this run today, oh. do you think? Well, it's the first time ever, so we're definitely going to crush some records. Right, we've got a few hours, V, so I was thinking of making a few modifications. These wheels are going to get stuck in the mud, so I was thinking of putting... <laughs> looking to build some skis for the for the wheels. Quailheart... Maybe reinforce the back ones. Quailheart went out to uh, follow your, your other feathered friend there, so maybe, I don't, maybe he's got some leads. I could go check on friend. Right, I'll get started on the skis. All right. Got any spare wood? Uh, you know, I gave my last piece of wood. Uh, <laughs> That's horrible. Um, I'm gonna give you negative inspiration for that. Fuck! I'm gonna take Fuck. away. I'm taking away a point of inspiration. Out of character, out of character. All I could think of was Minecraft and I hated it. Okay, I'm gonna take away both your inspiration. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, maybe on that. Are the two of you, Manaya and V, then gonna try to find Dewey and maybe some wood to, like, make skis before the start of the race? So went the Laura would have a little extra wood for repairs on the ship? Yeah, so she she goes, oh, I got a little bit just in case we get banged up. And she opens up a trunk uh, toward the front of the chariot. You see, like, a few planks. You see some, like, tools. Definitely! It's just, like, a box with a bunch of shit thrown in it. There's, like, the wood, you know, might be good enough for skis, might not be. There might be better materials that you can work with in the marketplace. But this could be like a, a, a plan B in case you don't find anything in the marketplace. Right, we can definitely use some of this, but I should probably get to the market, reunite with my engineer friend, and we'll get things sorted out. Trust me, your ship is workable, but we'll make it better. Much better. <laughs> you hear that, Scrum? It's workable. Yeah, we're workables! <laughs> no, no, we're the bone breakers! The workable bone breakers! Yeah! <laughs> uh, and... On that, maybe Manaya and V, uh, the two of you go off to find Dewey, uh, who at this point, Quailheart has been like following you, like half a step behind. You can feel him like breathing on the back of your neck uh, as you're like going around. He's just like following you and he's going like, so yeah, that's how I met my wife. And then of course she left me like I told you. So it's just me and the kid. I hear my wife's got an egg with some other... At this, at this point, Oka, uh, you've stepped away from the Bulets and you see Dewey being tailed by Quailheart uh, before Manai and V get there. What do you do? Oka just kind of looks. Are the Tide Wolves here? Uh, make a perception check for me. 18. 
Yes. You see, there's sort of like a platform, actually, that's being set up right now, like a stage area. And on the stage, sort of like barking directions, you see Ace, the rat folk guy, right, that you threatened to kill, uh, along with his two muscles, his two frat bro muscles, the tide wolves. And they're like helping set up the stage, like toward the back. They don't seem to have noticed you at all, because it's pretty, pretty dang busy. You notice someone else up on the stage with Ace. This person is a Ranty pureblood. He's wearing like a, a, a hat with sort of like a wide, a medium to wide brim around it. And the top of the hat is shaped almost like two mounds that sort of like go down. And it's made of this like leather. Like, I'm not sure if you've ever seen this design of hat before. Uh, and it's sort of like tilted down like over his face. Uh, and he's got these like boots, these like leather boots on that have like these intricate designs up the sides. Uh, and there's like this like little spinning wheel. You know, you recognize it as spurs, uh, like on the back of him. Uh, and he's also got this like belt on. And there's uh, some sort of device strapped to the side of his hip that I'm not sure you recognize at all. It almost looks like a little like a two boxes connected uh, at a at a corner. Snake cowboy, go snake cowboy, <laughs> snake cowboy. I, I'm I'm into defamiliarizing. The familiar that's all this is about and he's like standing there and you see his like tongue flicking in and out he's got like a flared he's like a cobra like your nt like looking around oka's gonna approach i think the dumbass that they are and maybe kind of like intercept dewey on the way sidestep hip check quail heart a little bit uh, and like wraps an arm around dewey and is like how about we sign up you want to go sign up i think i see our friends from the other day uh, you interrupt Quailheart yes, as he's yes. as he's going up, and then my first egg got scrambled. Oh, uh, as you as you hip check him. Oh, oh wait, you guys are going to sign up without us? We're already signed up. You don't have to. We just have to add our names to the roster. See you later. And Oga like dr- like drags Dewey along, you know, like qu- quick quicker. But wait, I haven't told you about my divorce fees. Uh, <laughs> as you as you go off. Uh, is this character based on me? It's sad clown Erica. It's Dewey's uh it's Dewey's narrative foil. It is, it's Dewey's narrative foil! Uh so as the two of you make your way off to the stage area? Or are you looking for like actually looking for a sign-up booth? Uh, towards the stage, uh and Oka's gonna like lean down and be like, you really have to learn how to get out of social situations, Dewey. That looks torturous. It was following me. How was I supposed to? I don't know what he wanted from me besides to tell me his whole life story. You turn around and you say something very rude, doing very rude. We can we can talk about it later. I'll teach you some rude phrases. <laughs> and on that, the two of you approach the stage. Are you trying to be stealthy or are you trying to be seen? Oh, I'm be I'm swaggering up like an absolute asshole. Okay. I want Ace and the two Tide Wolves to see me. Okay, per- like from across the marketplace. Okay, roll per- roll performance as you're swaggering. Roll it as you swagger. No. Oka has no natural swagger, but they are also kind of like, well, maybe they have some swagger, but it mostly comes from them not knowing what they're doing. Uh, so when they try to swagger, it actually makes it worse. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, it's a 15 anyway. A 15. Yeah. Uh, as you swagger through the marketplace, like a couple of people, like it's, it's like parts, like a little naturally for you, you know? Uh, and you see like a couple of like, like women go, ooh, they're like, they're like, like fanning themselves a little as you like walk past. Um, and you, sure enough, you get Is that the- Dewey. Yeah, they're going, oh, look at his feathers. Uh, and as you get closer to the stage, there's like a pause as the rat folk, Ace, recognizes you. He's in the middle of like, he looks very like subservient 
uh, to the Yuanti pure blood. Right? He's like, ooh, he's like kind of like hunched over and like seems to be explaining something to him. Pauses and goes. <laughs> you see his like nose twitch. His like whiskers go, and then he turns and he sees you. You. So I think we open this flashback on a ship. Uh, a ship that's sort of like rocking back and forth gently on the waves as a sea breeze sweeps over the deck. The sun is high above but clouded over by fluffy white clouds. Uh, and the ocean is an open question in front of us sweeping out over the horizon. And on the deck of this ship, there is a target board that's been set up in the middle. There's been like safety uh, cones painted orange and red and green uh, to allow the sailors to give a wide berth, like no one go past this line situation. Uh, and the reason for this becomes very clear as we hear a loud puff of, of gunpowder and a, and a bang noise as a, a hole is cut through dead center bullseye of this target board. As the hole like smokes, like the camera pans that we see like through the hole, like an, an orc woman standing, holding an odd device in one hand. Her long braided hair, like like sort of like pulled back, very elaborate. Her dark skin glimmering, sheening with a little bit of sweat from a hard day's work. And Kahealani, Manaya, your mother, lowers her arm and, and blows on, on the top of this, uh, what she calls her quick sling. And she like spins it and holsters it at her side. And there's like clapping and, and like whistling from the sides as her sailors like lean against boxes and like smoke and like gamble and watch what she's doing. And Manaya, you are here. Uh, your parents have agreed after one of them, Nali, uh, uh, bugged them for an extended period of time to bring you on one of their trade routes. Uh, just so you can sort of like get used to the ship and, and see what's going on. So this is a big deal for you, Manaya. It's your first time on the ship with your parents on an actual job. So Kahayalani turns to you with a big, bright smile on her face that lights up the entire ship. Think you're ready to handle it, kid? And she sort of like squats down in front of you so you're eye level. I don't know, Mom. It looks a little bit uh, dangerous. Faster than any arrow I've ever seen. Much faster than any arrow anyone's ever seen. You know, don't tell anyone, but uh, the person I got this from, let's just say... The world's better off now that it's not in his hands. Oh, if something as dangerous as that, I, I see it's in good hands. Well, I hope so. You know, Manaya, why don't we work on your axe forms a little bit more? Really? She nods with a big smile, uh, and she points you to the direction of where your axe, uh, I think it's a smaller version of the axe we see now, like to, to fit your size, is leaned up against a mast. And she, she gestures at a straw dummy that's been set up on the other side of the ship. Yes. Yes, I've been practicing all day. All right, kiddo, show me what you got. Right, right. And I think instead of like a Nuhan style axe, I think it's just like a small woodcutter's axe. Sure, sure. Yeah, just you're not ready for the big side. one yet. No, no. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, so it's a quarter slash side around and down. Ah, <laughs> missed. Uh, <laughs> let me try it again. Try again, try again. You got this. Okay, okay. Whew. I got this. All right. Corner down, side down. Roll athletics. Six. Oh, 
Okay. Uh, why don't you describe to me how how you miss or it lodges or what happens with the six? I think this is just like a, a shitty little woodcutter's axe, so it sure. doesn't matter really. She's like really, really trying, and she's like got it all the way up and like swings, but then it like loosens in her grip and goes flying over the dummy and off into the ocean. <laughs> it, it splashes into the ocean, and there's like a moment of silence as your mom like looks off like the edge of the railing. Mother, I'm so sorry. I'll. Uh, she she throws I'll, her head back okay, and I, she laughs. Like she like she like gives like this huge booming laugh that causes like some seagulls to like squawk angrily and like leave the crow's nest. Uh, and when she's done laughing, she looks back at you, steps forward, and she like pats you on the head. She says, "You know what, kiddo? I I think you might be too strong for your own good. Honestly, that little woodcutter's axe is no match for our might. Am I right? Right. We're strong. Exactly. Which is why I think maybe maybe it's time you're ready for this. Uh, and she turns and beckons for you to follow. When I looks around at maybe the other sailors. And they all sort of go, ooh, kind of like you're being sent to the principal's office. <laughs> uh, as you follow your mother across the deck, uh, up a flight of stairs uh, onto like an upper deck area uh, into her captain's quarters. Uh, and she opens, opens the door. Inside, it's like nicely furnished, uh, very homey. There's like plants in here, uh, as well as like tapestries from a rose with like, and 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 little tchotchkes from Jukai and little things that she's collected from her travels, like decorate every part of her quarters. She sort of strides to the back where mounted on the wall is a giant ax, which is the ax we recognize now. It's your mother's ax. Hey, 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 don't look so scared. I'm not gonna give it to you yet, kid. I want you to feel it in your hands. Uh, and she takes it off of the wall, and she hands it to you. And I need you to make a strength check. What if I didn't make a strength check, and I just kind of, like, <laughs> to the ground? I like that. Why do you take inspiration for that? Uh, she lowers into your hands, and it's like, poof, you go down like a sack of flour. And you're, like, pinned underneath it a little bit. And she, she chuckles at that. She goes, you're strong enough for this, Manaya. You are. Now focus. It's not as heavy as you think it is. It's an extension of your body. Tension of my body. I can do this. She takes a deep breath, grips the axe in both of her arms, gets herself out from under it, and then lifts maybe just the handle with the with the axe head on the ground. Your mom beams down at you with, with an expression of pure pride. How does it feel in it's your hands? It's as if it's channels Mahu herself. The little are those you wove little coconut strands into the into the wood. Sharp eye. Yes, it's a reminder of home no matter where I go. This is one of the few things I actually didn't, you know, take from here or there. It was passed down from my grandmother, who got it from her grandmother, and one day it will be yours. But Great Grammy was a pirate, wasn't she? Uh, and your mom smiles. Her smile's always been very radiant, but this one has a little bit of like a... Something a uh, starlit in it, a little bit more mysterious. Don't believe everything Nolly tells you, huh? Uh, yeah. And she like turns the handle, maybe scraping the wood of the of the floor a little bit. Oh, uh, sorry. She takes the handle from you and she lifts it with ease. You know, she actually like spins it a little, like in one hand. But like, you don't feel scared at all because she's got complete control over it. And then she like like with a thump with the end of it, like on onto the wood. She looks at nice it like- eyes are wide. Yeah, totally. She's like, hey, hey, one day you'll be able to do this too. As long as we've got this, we know Mahu's watching over us. 
Now, my great-grandmother, it said that she, well, she put a little bit of Maku's spirit into this blade. But that's a tale for uh, another time, don't you think? Sure. Maybe when we get back home for a bedtime story? Yeah. I'll make sure Nolly remembers <laughs> remembers not to, to swap <laughs> out the bedtime stories, because I know you like it when, when your mom tells you stories. And she goes over to the wall and m- mounts the axe again. And I think maybe the final image is us seeing young Manaya's face reflected in, like, the sheen of the blade. And then, like, a bit of light goes over it. Shing! And we see, like, older Manaya now, standing at the shore of Shade Cap, watching as Oka accosts Dewey and leads Dewey through, <laughs> through the crowd and confronts Ace at the stage. And before that confrontation can balloon, let's go to Manaya and V, the two of you. That's what you see. What did the two of you do? New Rev should have... Wait, where'd Rev go? She was supposed to watch them. Oh, Rev had to go to the Raven Queen. She's doing it? She's actually... Let's just say we had a heart-to-heart, and uh, I think uh, she's... Yeah, yeah, she's going. Right. Heart-to-heart with V. (laughs) No, no. I understand. I know you can be persuasive at times. V just starts blushing again. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, not. Anyway, uh, you know, sometimes I can be a genuine person who can actually have conversation with people. This... Don't you remember how Dr. Luso's things with the chickens? Well, 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 well. Uh, the two of you are drawn back to the to the conflict that I had with Ace, he's hopped off the stage, right? And his two, like, big, like, you know, Tide Wolf dudes are, like, they're, like, leaving the stage for a moment from construction and, like, assemblage to, like, back up Ace uh, as you stride forward, okay? If it isn't the shitmaster himself, what? 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 Get the hell out of here. You're not welcome. I'm not welcome. This is where the race starts, isn't it? I'm here to kick your ass for the the second time actually because i actually believe that it was you who bent the knee to the shit king if i'm the king of shit you're somehow lower aren't you are you trying to provoke him i don't know i'm just trying to piss him off <laughs> oka has no plan they're just <laughs> they're just i don't know here the to... shit king can do whatever they want okay they're here to be the shit king I don't know. They're here to. I think. I mean, they cut. We won, so they owe us something. A little bit, I think. I don't know if they really. I'm just here to cause problems. Ace is like whiskers, like bristle, you know, and like his his teeth gnash, you know, like his big rat teeth, and he goes, "You, why you little?" Uh, and he's about to stride forward uh, when the Yuanti on uh, the stage goes, "Ace," uh, and Ace like stops dead. This Yuan-Ti steps toward the end of the stage and, like, like flicks up the brim of his hat. He's got slitted eyes, he's got scales. And he says, That's no way to treat a contestant. Everyone is welcome to enter. What are your names? My name's Oka. We'll be with the, um, the Bone Breakers. Why don't you and Dewey, because they're so close, both roll history to see if you know who this person is? 17. 21. 21? His name is Quicksilver. He is a former regent of the championship of Nabal. Not the current one, the previous one. 10 years ago at this point. 
and he definitely seems to be the one in charge of the derby. Dewey, with your 21, you not only know Quicksilver or recognize him, you've dealt with him before. How? That's a very powered by the apocalypse question, isn't it, Connie? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying some things out. Bear with me. Um, I was sightseeing in Nepal with my family. We just headed into like the Colosseum sort of thing and saw that there was a match going on and we went and slipped into the stands. Was it in one of the towers of Rosso? Rosso is the capital of Nepal. It's on that Ingir Lake. High, high, high up. A Colosseum mm-hmm. high up in the sky. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so you saw Quicksilver fight, maybe, uh, in the Colosseum, along with the champion at the time. So you know, I mean, this was 10 years ago, but you know, based on that fight, you recognize the device strapped to his hip. It's a gun. It's a pretty advanced looking gun, actually. Maybe like a Mark II or a Mark III instead of a prototype. It looks pretty URL-y. Either he like stole it or he bought it or like he knows someone who knows someone because like guns are not... Not everyone has a gun. No one even really knows what a gun is outside of the URL. But he was not fighting with a gun 10 years ago. Oh, God. I shrink further back into the crowd. And your name turns to you, Dewey. Uh, Cardi, I'm just, I'm just, uh, this one's assistant. I see. Well, if you're here to enter the derby, be my guest. There's only a few more hours until registration closes. Oh, we're registered. That's all fine and well, but we haven't been briefed like the others. I thought uh, since we were outsiders, I think Ace owes us a favor, actually. Why, you, you, he, he almost looks rabid. <laughs> like he's like frothing at the mouth a little. And you see, he's like, he's like ripping up papers that he had in his hands. Uh, he's like shredding them and, and he like nibbles at them a little. Unlike your assistant, my assistant is quite uh, fastidious. And we would like to take a few notes, if you have them, about the roots and about the other competitors. Uh, maybe at this point, Manaya and V, that's when you arrive on the scene. Uh, you get there and Quicksilver's eyes dart over to them, like like tasting the air as you, as you get here. Ah, are these part of your crew as well, Oka? Yes, our crew, not mine necessarily. You know what? I'm feeling generous. What would you like to ask? Let no one say Quicksilver never gave them a fair chance. What is at the end of this? I'll be waiting at the end of this race. On the other side of the Raven's Eye, I myself will be the one to see who the winner is. In the case of a close race, of course. Well, I... (laughs) <laughs> like, perhaps you should have left about an hour ago if you're trying to get there before we do. He just smiles. But really, why the raven's eye? Because it is in the court, so we cannot die if we fall in. But more importantly, it is the most dangerous part of the court. Not even the quicksand, not even the darkest depths of the Paludo wield are nearly as thrilling as the raven's eye. And all of you see like his eyes are like glinting. You know, even though he's got a calm demeanor, like there's something fiery, a little mm, unstable maybe, uh, in his like slit uh, snake-like eyes. And he says almost as an aside, that and the weaves spun nest, but there were complications. And he looks down at Ace, who seems to shrink under his gaze. 
Yes, complications. We are actually quite well aware of that. Considering that uh, we are supposedly the only people who've been able to go, I think that we'll have no trouble with this race and we'll get to registration right away. Thank you so much for your time. Bye, Ace. <laughs> oh, and Ace is like quivering, like his, his fur's all puffed up. And he's like, oh, like so angry at you. And he sticks up his middle fingers to you as well. Uh, Manaya V, do the two of you say anything to Quicksilver? Want anything to do with this scene? Manaya is a little bit more focused on Ace. Looks him up and down and is like, in like a stage whispering, soft but really actually loud enough for him to hear. Be like, I can't believe they put the weakling second in command here. Excuse me? The hell did you say to me? Wow, we're just really here to dunk on Ace and for no other reason. <laughs> Sorry, I was talking to my compatriot. We're trying to plan for this derby if, uh, yeah. give us some space here. Yes, we're looking for actually good competitors. I am at this point sh- trying to shove the rest of my party back. <laughs> but Manaya is huge and I can't push her, but <laughs> I'm like, do you remember what, what? Quit provoking them. That's what happened last time. I don't want to fight them again. Anger makes them reckless. Reckless makes them make mistakes. That's what we need. Every advantage we can get. Well, good thing we're not actually competing. We'll be at the finish line with Quicksilver. That's right. You don't actually do anything yourselves. You get to the lackeys. Excuse me? (laughs) What? Shoving. You! You! Come back here! You can't hide behind that bird! Ace is, like, striding forward, and Priam and Kato are, like, growling, and they're, like, cracking their knuckles, you know, advancing. Uh, And Quicksilver says, Ace! Enough. Leave the theatrics for the derby. The most worthy competitors shall win. Of that, I am certain. What do the four of you do? I suppose we ought to get ready for the derby, huh? Is it derby time? Is it time to get ready for the derby? Uh, so let's do a quick, like, flash. Just maybe do a couple rolls to see how well this, the ski making goes. Uh, so, Manaya, do you tell your party about the plan and, and have them all pull put their heads together to upgrade your uh, Yeah, especially especially Dewey. Uh, I'm thinking about, like, Manaya can build the skis just fine for, like, the front wheels, uh, but the back wheels that need to have traction in the mud, I wanted to ask Dewey about because he's more of an engineer. Yeah, Dewey, why don't you just make a, um in- intelligence check? We cut back to where the chariot is uh, on just the chariot as a whole to see how well you understand it. I swear to God. Let's say it can be done with advantage because you literally are artificer oh that's a nat 20 23 hell yeah baby you know this thing front and back you can basically do whatever modifications you want to it and as long as you have the correct materials and the right tools you'll understand where to put it and how it works this is a actually a deceptively sophisticated rig the winch that sort of like connects the back part to the front when it's when it's land mode, the sides of the boat, quote unquote boat, like go, go flat to give it more like aerodynamic. Uh, and when it's like like sea or like water mode, it goes up to like make it into like a boat shape, as well as the wheels go up and and help provide like flotation. Dewey, how fast can this thing go? Uh, will we need a sail? If you can get one that works, and we'll stay. The tricky thing about a sail is that it's not great for on land. So you'd either have to find a way to make the sail collapsible which would definitely require a check. Yeah, so let's say with your nat 20, Dewey, if you're the main person doing the actual construction, maybe being aided with your friends, I'll allow you to make two major modifications to this, given that Oka, Manaya, and V can find the right materials for you at the marketplace. 
So it can be the mast and, and, and the treads and the skis if you want those mods. Or it can be something else. You can also like give it armor. You can like add like weaponry to it, you know, up to you. Speed is of the essence, or that's what I'm. That's what's on Dewey's mind. So probably those two, the tires and the mast. Sounds good. So skis and a mast. So Oka, V, and Manaya, why don't you help Dewey out and each of you just make a survival check to see how well you can scavenge materials for him to use. I would actually prefer to be working with the crocodiles. Yeah, sounds good. So you don't make a survival check. Make an animal handling roll for me instead. I got an eight because this really isn't at all V's wheelhouse anyway. That makes perfect sense. A 19 for animal, for alligator <laughs> handling. <laughs> okay. 11, I guess. Okay, 11. Those are average to not great. They find enough for one modification. So you'd have to pick between the mast and the skis. But if you use the rest of your salvage, I'll let you have one really good modification and the other one is going to be, eh. It's either going to be kind of fragile or it's unstable. What do you think? Manaya, you're the one with boating expertise. We're spending the least amount of time on land, so it makes sense if those can be a little bit worse, especially if they already like have wheels. That'll at least still get us forward if the skis to go out, or if the, the paddles or whatever you put on the wheels go out. I will make those, they will be a little bit more fragile than... So you're going to make the skis a little worse and make the mass really good, right? Hmm. Okay. So do we, uh, you <laughs> do it. <laughs> he makes it masterwork okay i'm gonna give you negative inspiration Devin. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, new mechanic so, new mechanic so what this means is tell me what what the mask looks like you get to decide everything about it so dewey's just like he's putting things together uh mania is telling him what to do i think it's just like the longest piece of like a trunk of a like a log as tall as you can get it um, and it's just reinforced with little bits of scrap metal that he has in his bag. And there's Rebar. like a hinge. So Sounds good. <laughs> yep. And maybe like V is the one who procures like the, the actual sail. Like that's all you're able to find. Just a big <laughs> strip of burlap or something. Uh, but it works. It works, right? It'll work fine. And it's collapsible, which is great. Which is really, really good. The skis, tell me, are they fragile or unstable? They're fragile, I think. Okay. That means they'll break pretty easily. <laughs> So, Oka, let's resolve your 18. While all this is happening here, like, drilling, hammering, you know, like, sawdust flying, um, Lore, Quailheart, and Scrum are, like, running around you, you know, Dewey, like, trying to be helpful, but they're getting in your way, you know, as they're, like, running around. They're going, Bone Breakers! Yes! You know, they're all so excited about this. You go up to Allie and Gator. They both look a little rotund from eating so much chicken. They look up at you. And they make that, like, crocodile noise, you know? Oka's gonna squat in front of them, like, a good distance away. And I think they spend, like, ten minutes squatting, staring at the alligators, and maybe someone was like, hey, Oka, could you help? And they're like, stop. I'm helping. Uh, <laughs> they, are, they, are ga- they are gaining the alligators' trust, and they, like, move forward a little bit. They move forward a little bit. They, like, move forward a little bit. Ellie and Gator, like open their mouths. You know how like crocodiles do that? They like open their mouths and keep it open. You know, like those birds that, that like eat shit out of crocodiles mouths? Or, yes. Uh, Oka's gonna reach their whole ass hand uh, into the crocodile's mouth and start removing any of the gunk between its teeth. Uh, crocodile bugs, like any, like if there's like a stone that maybe is lodged between two 
I don't think they have molars. It's all just sharp. They're cleaning their teeth, basically. They they like have their hand like halfway halfway like in the alligator's arms, like cleaning stuff out. A scrum, the goblin, is just like quivering, looking at you doing this, and they're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" You need to take care of their teeth. If they're not in the wild, you need to make sure that this is all good. And they take like a piece of like a, a, a like a stone and start like sh- like sharpening like the the plaque off of them, you know, like and like making them sharp. By the end of this, their teeth are like sparkling. <laughs> it's like they could be like dental models hygienist. for like dental. Yeah, exactly. They could be like dental. Look at the dentist. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Allie and Gator, by the end, they're like, like their breath smells so good. They like close <laughs> their jaws like carefully, you know. And both of them like sidle up to you. And I think at this point, like Dewey, you're 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 rock backward a little as the, they're sidling like rocks the boat a bit, rocks the rig forward as they pull it forward, and they like they nuzzle, they nuzzle into Oka. Like growling. Bone crushers. We have life insurance and dental is included. <laughs> dental from your blood hunter included as part of the package. Ogus just kind of like check out their like harness situation. Crocodiles are fast and, and like fairly agile, but they don't have incredible stamina, nor are they like, they're not like water bred bulettes. So I'm trying to like see if there's anything special about these alligators or like how their harnesses are set up that can allow them like greater freedom of movement when they slither around kind of stuff. Like if I could loosen some straps to allow them like a greater, something like that. It's really interesting. Roll Arcana. Really, really fucking well. Uh, 19. These alligators have, hmm. They behave in a really interesting way. It's like they're really intelligent. They're rubbing up against you. They're like nosing you for treats and whatnot, you know, but they were also like one of them like was like also trying to groom you back, you know, like with their teeth, like trying to like get some bugs out of your hair, you know, stuff like that. Are you telling me that there was an alligator with its with its teeth around Oka's head and they were like, thanks. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Because I need to draw it now. Um <laughs> That is exactly what I'm telling you. And moreover, the harness is enchanted with transmutation magic, which means the harness can change shape and size and form. Okay. Oka is going to look at the alligators. You two are hiding something, aren't you? <laughs> I'm sorry, try it. Come again? <laughs> That's my alligator noise. <laughs> is, it, Wait, is it good? Oh, like... <laughs> Anyway, the alligators just make their their primeridio growling noise at you. Mmm. I bet your names are not actually Ally or Gator all the time, are they? <laughs> Alright, I'll go talk to Lore. And Oka stands and goes to talk to Lore. I think at this point it's almost time for the derby to start. A lot more people have come in to like watch from the starting line, like carrying signs and abolition common even in like raven speech you see a few you walk over to lore who is very unhelpfully like mansplaining to dewey <laughs> like <laughs> oh you know, really i thought you were supposed to hammer in like this way you know or, or drill it in this way so it doesn't strip strip the nail i'm like trying to brush his hands off of my work well hey 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 what can i try oh hi no. Oka. hey uh can i have a word quick quick apple potato yeah. Okay, great. Alligator actually is the word that I want to talk about. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, and Lore hops off of the chariot and says, don't mess it up while I'm gone at Dewey uh, and walks, walks a length away with you, Oka. 
alligator is an interesting mount of choice. There are a few considerable drawbacks. Have you ever considered alternatives? <laughs> well, let's just say I've got all the alternatives under my belt. <laughs> what does that mean? Oka says blankly. <laughs> well, don't tell anyone. But, and she does the same thing that she did with Minaya. She opens up her vest and you see that silvery wand. Like, as soon as she opens it, it's like, oh, like, you could, like, like, it's definitely super magical. Like, and she quickly closes it. What is that? Well, let's just say I took it from someone who, uh. I don't care where you got it. That wasn't the question. What is it? Uh, are you trying to intimidate her into telling you? Because she's reluctant to part with that information. Oka's just being Oka, but if it comes off as intimidating, I would make that roll if you wanted me to. Yeah, why don't you make an intimidation check? If there's anything else you'd like to do so it's not just straight charisma, like do, like intimidation athletics, you know? Intimidation or... insight, maybe? Tell me how in your insight is helping. Well, Oka is definitely trying to see how like her face reacts when they ask about it. You know, they're like, no, stop deflecting. Tell me what this is. Okay, so roll charisma with your insight proficiency if you have it. That's not so bad. That's a 16. Yeah, she, I mean, she's she's not very courageous. Uh, she she looks at you. What are you going to do to me if I, if I don't tell you? I'm going to steal your alligators. No. Just tell me, what's the problem? Okay, 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 fine, fine. But you don't tell anyone else, okay? It was going to be a big, I was going to be the hero. It was going to be a big thing. So let me have my moment, okay? I'm a great actor. Don't worry about it. All right, well, I'm not really sure. I'm not like a big magic person, you know, but this thing, it's, well, the guy we took it from, so we saw him use it on his, uh, well, they weren't gators at the time. This wand can make them into wh whatever I want them to be. So I was thinking, shark for the ocean, gators at the starting line, maybe some hippos if we run into mixed terrain, know what I mean? I see, that is actually very interesting. I mean, that obviously seems like an incredibly magical item that you have n never used before. I I've used it. You you've used it with success? Yes. No. I was going to use it for the first time on the race. It was going to be awesome. I mean, what's so hard? All I have to do is, 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 as she takes out the wand and points it at a gator, all I have to do, I mean, this is what he did. Point it at the gator and say... T-Rex! Uh, and the, the wand begins to shake in her hand. Uh, and poof, like a beam of light shoots out from the end and it hits Allie. Uh, and Allie goes, bah, bah, and begins to grow. <laughs> Get like big, 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 huge. Like expand, 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 expand. Um, and Dewey, you're putting the finishing touch. Uh, on this mask. It's just like... Yeah, and it, it, like, it goes, like, sideways. Uh, and everyone starts, like, screaming. You know, like, the, a nearby competitor, like, like runs away. Like, it, the, the, the mass of this, like, crushes, like, a nearby, like, boat. Uh, and Allie is suddenly a fucking T-Rex. Like, you see, like, big, like, scaly high, like, huge. And Gator is just, like, is just sitting there, like, completely nonplussed. Like, this happens all the time. And Allie just lets out a, like, a T-Rex roar. And with, like, the feathers of the T-Rex, like, rippling you know uh, and Lore goes oh my fucking gods uh, Oka grabs the wand and goes alligator 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 <laughs> you say it three times uh, Oka what do you do? you say it three times 
and you point no! it. <laughs> no, Connie, no, don't do this to me, please. And you point it at the T-Rex. Uh, the first beam hits it, poof, and the T-Rex immediately is like comically, like it grew, it took a long time to grow and it shrinks immediately. Like poof, it's suddenly an alligator. And I think the chariot like poof, falls back down, you know, like down and Dewey is shook and another beam shoots out. So I need you, I need you, Oka, to roll a uh, D100 for me. Look what you've done, Oka. You were just yelling at someone else for not being a magic user using it. Are they trying to create 71. Next alligator beam shoots out. Uh, and with a 71, it hits the drow woman uh, who was working who was working on the uh, the the tank basically. She's she's like walking, she was like climbing up uh, onto the tank and it hits her, she goes, go, go, go. Uh, and like her body contorts and she shifts and before you know it, she's flattened out and she's grown scales and she's an alligator and she poof like flops onto the ground and starts thrashing around looking extremely panicked. And I need you to roll another D one hundred percentile dice. Fifty-one. Fifty-one. Okay. okay. Uh, roll a D four. No. A one. <laughs> the beam shoots out, and it hits V. <laughs> how did I know? How did I know? As soon, so I turn into an alligator. You sure? You <laughs> with a little pinstripe vest. Would you like? <laughs> would you like to resist it, or are you gonna let it happen? <laughs> no, I'm gonna let this happen. Can I can still talk though, right? You can you can make alligator noises. So V, what do you what does it look like as you turn into an alligator? So I just imagine I get hit and it's like arm shrink, uh, face elongates, and then the rest of my body and I like land on the ground. I'm just like I'm just like staring Oka right in the face, and my chompers come up and just. And like you can tell, I just it's a pretty pissed off chomp. And at this point, I think uh, Scrum goes, "What are you doing, Lor? The race is about to start." Uh, and at this point, we hear a bang uh, as the starting the starting noise for the race goes off. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Transplaner. Please consider giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. This helps so much with getting new listeners to find us. Music is by Connie Chong, CIS, Fezlian Studios, and Soundstripe. Audio mixing is done by Mike Graham. Give them a follow on Twitter at OMikeGram. Podcast editing is done by Connie Chong and C. Thomas. New podcast episodes drop every Tuesday. If you can't wait that long, tune into our live stream Saturdays at 7 p.m. U.S. Central Time on Twitch at TransplanarRPG. Also, toss us a follow on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at TransplanarRPG. We also have a Patreon. Patrons get early access to episodes, character sheets, high-res art, and much, much more. And finally, a very special thank you to our Patreon paragons. Abigail Rytel, Azara, Brookbright, Charles, Chiacres, Cora Eckert, Lex Slater, Marvelous, Mitzi, Moonflower T, Purple Mouse, Risa, and Target. 